Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's see now. It should be connecting to that now. That was my error, but this this thing over here was not my error. Praise God. All right, come on in, everybody. Love the T-shirt. Listen, I've had this shirt for years. Um, it's a saying I used to have, and I used to teach uh, my team. Uh, when it comes to problems, you have to see yourself as a problem solver. Hear me. There are always more solutions than there are problems, and you have to see yourself as a solutionist, as a problem solver. Everybody hear me. Um, the life that Jesus promises is not a life that's problem-free. In fact, you got to look at problems as I eat those for breakfast. I used to teach this to my team, um, that especially those that serve me directly. They used to say, problems, I eat those for breakfast. And that was the saying. All right. Let's cover that in prayer. Father, we see ourselves as solutionists. We see ourselves as problem solvers today, God. So we thank you today in the name of Jesus, Father, that there are more solutions than there are problems. There are more answers than there are questions. You are a God of solutions. You are a God that is a problem solver. And we say thank you. We bless you and we honor you and we lift you because you are good, because you are faithful, because you are consistent, because you are reliable. And we know that you can be dependent on. We know that you are a God that we can count on. We know that you are a God that never fails us. We know that you are a God that always provides answers. Come on. And we say thank you. Thank you, Father. You said, let this mind that was in Christ be in us also, which means we are solutionists. You found solutions. When there was a sin problem, you found the solution. It was Calvary. When the man couldn't see, you found the solution. You, you healed his blinded eyes. When the woman had an issue of blood, you found the solution and you dried up the issue. So, Father, we pray that the same mind you have, we have. Come on, speak this over yourself on every platform. Say, I'm a solutionist. I'm a solutionist. Which means what we do is we come up with solutions. What we do is when the problems, we solve them. And for that, we say thank you right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Father, we bless you for the privilege to be able to pray tonight, God. We honor you and we bless you that you hear us. Father, we see prayer as a privilege. It is not a right. Prayer is something that we get to do. It is not something that we have to do. And for this, we say thank you tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that tonight you would forgive us for all of our sins. Those are the mistakes that we've made. Mistake, that means we looked at something the wrong way. Father, we would stop making mistakes if we wouldn't see things the wrong way. So, Father, to fix the issue of sin where we make mistakes, I pray, God, that you would fix our perspective. Father, change and correct the way we see things. Don't let us see things the wrong way so that we mistake something. Father, we pray that we would see it the right way, that we wouldn't see it as something that is a negative, but we see it as a positive. We wouldn't see it as loss. We'd see it as addition. 
We wouldn't see it as division. We'd see it as multiplication. We wouldn't see it as something that's trying to take us down. We see it as something that's trying to lift us up. And for that tonight, God, we say thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray for forgiveness tonight, God, for our transgression. That is our willful deviation from what we know to be right. We pray for forgiveness tonight, God, for our iniquity. That's the generational sin that we practice that has been passed down and around. And tonight, God, we say thank you that we are forgiven 100%. Drop a 100 in the comments. 100%. We are forgiven. 100%. Your blood covers us from head to toe, from arm to arm, from hand to hand, from left to right, 360 degrees, 365 days of the year. Your blood covers us. And since we are forgiven, this means we can boldly approach the throne of grace and obtain mercy and favor in our time of need. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, that we can be bold when we pray. We thank you, Father, that we can be courageous when we pray. We don't have to pray from a place of a sinner saved by grace. We don't have to pray from a place of our mistakes, our failures, our ineptitude, our issues, our drama, our idiosyncrasies, our nuances. Uh, 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 we don't have to play from that place, God. We can pray from a place of strength. We can pray from a place of boldness. So we boldly, type bold in the comments, we boldly approach the throne of grace tonight, knowing that you are our Father and it is your good pleasure to answer our prayers. You said that you cannot deny yourself. And since we're covered in your blood, that means when you see us, you don't see us, you see yourself. Genesis 1.26, you made us in your image and your likeness. So when you see us, you see yourself. And since you cannot deny yourself, that means you cannot deny us. So we are bold in prayer tonight. Proverbs 28 says the righteous are as bold as a lion. Lions go get what it is that they intend to receive. Lions go after what they intend to take over. And so, Father, I pray that as we exit the, uh, the month of October, as we exit, Father, um, this 10th month of the calendar year and this first month of a new spiritual year, as we exit it, God, we cover these last two months. Come on, y'all. And we pray, God, that we would be bold in November and December. We pray that we would be strong in November and December. We pray that we would be courageous in November and December. We pray, Father, that we would possess what we prayed for, we see what we've sown for. We pray, God, that we would literally see your hand move on our behalf in November and December. Uh, November comes from uh, the Greek, uh, uh, which means novum, which means birthing, which means even in the last part of the year, we're birthing out the beginning of a brand new year. And for this, we say thank you. In the name of Jesus. Now, Father, guide our tongues as we pray tonight. Prayer is adjudication in the spirit. You literally said in Isaiah 43, 26, take you to court and remind you of your word. So to adjudicate is to take you to court. So tonight, God, every prayer we bring before you, we're going to back it up with Bible. Every request we put before you, we're going to back it up with Bible. Every petition we place before you, we're going to back it up with Bible. And when we back it up, Father, you said that we could take you to court and state our case and that we would be vindicated. We could state our case and that you would hear us and that you would respond. And for this, we say thank you in the name of Jesus. Guide these next 49 minutes. Direct these next 49 minutes, God. Don't let our time be form or fashion. Let it be productive. Don't let our time be ritual and routine. Father, let it get results. Don't let our time be taken lightly. We get to approach the throne of the king of kings. You're not some milk. You're not some punk. You're not some God. 
sitting back waiting on what's happening. You are the almighty king. Come on, drop an attribute of God in the comments, whatever platform you're on. You are almighty. You are strong. You are powerful. You are our provider. You are Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end, the first and the last. You are undefeated. No one has ever defeated you. You are God with a spotless record. You are God that has flawless victory. You are God that is all sufficient within yourself. You are God that does not need anyone else's permission to do anything. You are God that is strong. Come on, I'm going to read some of what you're saying. He is. You're our protector. You're our way maker. You're our healer. You're our provider. You're powerful. You are sovereign. You are our way maker, provider. You are omniscient. You're matchless. Come on, Bishop Foreman, IG, jump in. You're all powerful. You are faithful. You are our way maker. You are forgiving. You are a mighty healer. You're everything we need. You are all powerful. You are a promise. A keeper. And for this, we say thank you. Marvelous, wonderful, magnificent provider. You are our righteousness. This means you made us in right standing with you. And for this, we say thank you tonight. Come on, you all just take a few moments and put a praise in the atmosphere. Jesus' disciples said, teach us how to pray. And the first portion of prayer involves us blessing the Lord. He says, uh, he says that we are to bless him, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be that name. In other words, we start prayer by building God up, not because he needs to be built up, because we need to build him up in our eyes. Not because he needs to be reminded of who he is, but we need to be reminded of who he is. He knows who he is, but we need to be reminded of who he is so that no matter what we face, no matter what we deal with, no matter what challenge or obstacle we find ourselves in, we are reminded that he is God. God from the word Gudan, which means source. He is the source of our strength. He is the strength of our life. He is the life giver. He is the God of Zoe, John 10, 10. The thief comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. But I came to give you Zoe, and Zoe more abundantly, which means he's the God that gives life. And so much life that our life overflows. Come on, every platform, release a praise. Every platform, release a praise. Enter his gates for thanksgiving. And it's courts with praise. Every platform, release a praise. Every platform, do it with an emoji, do it with words. You got to put something on the screen. Two things I have you do every time we gather together to pray. On every single platform, I have you to say a lot. Why? Life and death, Proverbs 18, 21, and the power of your tongue. Look at me. Some of you all, you want quiet Christianity. And quiet Christianity is not in the Bible. You got to hear me. There is no quiet Christianity in the Bible. There is no quiet Christianity in the Bible. There is no quiet Christianity in the Bible. You got to hear me. Everything that happens with Christianity from the Bible, it is voice activated, which means you have to open up your mouth. You have to say something. And for many of you, I pray, let's go here, that you get your voice back. Mm. I don't just mean that literally. I mean, for some of you, your circumstances have silenced you. For some of you, your suffering is silence. I pray tonight that you get your voice back. I pray that tonight you get your utterance back. I pray that tonight you start speaking louder than your suffering, louder than your situation, louder than your frustration, louder than your aggravation. I pray that the muzzle would be taken off of you. I pray that the muscle would be taken off of you. If I'm praying for you right now and I'm in your Kool-Aid right now and the flavor is red, that's the joke by the way, 
I just need you to say, yes, Lord. If you found yourself being silent lately, say, yes, Lord. If you found it difficult to pray, say, yes, Lord. If you found it difficult to pray, say, yes, Lord. If you found it difficult to say anything because of your situation, say, yes, Lord, and say it now. Say it and say it now. Say it and say it now. Say it and say it now. Mm -mm. I rebuke whatever's trying to silence you. I rebuke what's trying to shut you down. I hear the Lord loud and clear. Some of you go through your whole day and you the only speaking you do is to coworkers on Zoom and digital and the other people. The enemy's got you silent in your home. And I pray that your relationship with God will begin to strengthen in your home. Who am I praying for? I pray that your relationship with God will be to strengthen while you're working from home. It will be strengthened while you're on your job, that you will open your mouth and talk to your God. He wants to hear your voice. I can't speak for you, and you can't speak for me. He wants to hear your voice. So tonight, I intercede for you and make supplication for you tonight. That every person that said, yes, Lord, right there, that your prayers would be restored. Your passion to pray, it would be restored and not just restored because restoration with God means when he gives it back, he gives it back better than it was. I pray that tonight that your prayers and your passion for prayer, it would be restored and increased. I pray that your passion for worship would be restored and increased. I pray that in the middle of the day, you break out in worship. I pray that in the middle of the day, you break out in prayer. I pray that in the middle of the day, you break out in song. I pray that in the middle of the day, you would break out and people would say, what are you crying for? Because he's been that good. And people would say, why are you sitting there uh, crying at your desk? Because he's been that good. I ain't sad. He's been that good. I pray that when you're exercising, you would go up in tongues. You would go up in prayer. Come on, y'all. You've got to get your voice back. I pray that whatever's been trying to silence you would be shut down. I pray that whatever's been trying to silence you, it would be shut down. It would be shut down and your voice would return. 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 In the name of Jesus. I see your comments. I see the comments. Bishop, you in the Kool-Aid. Bishop, haven't been able to pray for weeks. You better hear me. Because the enemy, if he can silence you, he got you. If he can silence you, he's got you. This is why I have you say so much when I'm preaching. This is why I have you say so much during prayer. Because I know how the enemy works. He will try to silence you. Because you're so busy trying to solve it. You're so, who am I talking to? You're so busy trying to solve your situation. You're so busy trying to figure it out. You're so busy trying to navigate through the day that you talk to everybody but God. Y'all ain't talking to me. You talk to everybody but God. You dealing with everybody but God. You're talking to your mom and them, your dad and them, your kids, you're talking to your boss, you're talking to your coworkers, you're talking to everybody but God. Who am I talking to? Because the enemy knows if he can silence you, he's got you. Let, can I prove it to you? Let me give you scripture to back this up. In Genesis, come on, if you're just coming in, I need you to like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. Less than 10% of you watching me on YouTube and Facebook have clicked like and share. Click like and share and do it for me now, please. When you do that, people get saved, all right? Let me give you scripture to back this up. In Genesis, Adam, while the serpent, and serpent means deceiver in Hebrew, while the serpent, the deceiver was speaking to Eve, when he was speaking to Eve, what did Adam do? Adam was silent. Adam said nothing. 
And while Adam said nothing, what did the enemy do? He stole everything. Your silence allows the enemy to steal and you don't even put up a fight. I'm coming for you tonight. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that we would put up a fight in the spirit, that we would not let the enemy steal, kill, and destroy and not even put up a fight. I pray for those that have relegated themselves to a point of saying, ain't no need to even pray about that. Ain't no need to even say nothing about that. Ain't no need. Uh -uh. I pray that the fighter in you would arise tonight. Come on, we tapped into something. I pray that the fighter in you would arise tonight. I pray that the fighter in you would arise tonight. I pray that the gladiator in you would arise tonight. I pray that the warrior in you would arise tonight. I pray that you would be God's battle axe. Come on here. That you would be God's battle axe. Like the scripture says in Jeremiah, that you would be the battle axe of the Lord. That is Jeremiah 51 and 20. The Lord says that you are his battle axe. That means the Lord uses you as a weapon and he gives you weapons. You are a weapon and he gives you weapons. You are a weapon and he gives you weapons. I pray that tonight that you would be that battle axe. Come on, y'all. If you go to old school church, you know that term. If new school, come on, just type it. Battle, B-A-T-T-L-E, dash axe, A-X-E. Battle axe. That means you are a weapon and you have weapons. That means to be an effective weapon, you have to be sharp. I pray that you would not only be strong, but I pray that you would be sharp. And I pray you would not be silent. Come on, this is what we've covered. That you would not be silent, that you would be sharp, and that you would be strong. That you would not be silent, that you would be sharp and you would be strong. That you would not be silent, but you would be sharp and you would be strong. That you would not be silent, but that you would be sharp and that you would be strong tonight. In the name of Jesus, you are God's weapon. You are God's weapon. You are a weapon in his hand, which means you got to be sharp and which means you got to be strong. You cannot be dull. I rebuke spiritual dullness. Come on. I rebuke dullness in your worship. I rebuke dullness in our prayers. I rebuke dullness in anything that we do. I pray that we would be sharp. I pray that we would be ready for battle. I pray that we would be sharp and I pray that we would be strong. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Let the weak say, I am strong. So we confess over ourselves tonight, God, that we are sharp and we are strong and we are not silent. Come on, these three S's. We are not silent, but we are sharp and we are strong. Speak it over yourselves, please. We are not silent, but we are sharp and we are strong. We are not silent, but we are sharp and we are strong. Sharp means we get the job done. Sharp means that we execute effectively. Sharp means that we execute with excellence. Sharp means that we cut it. Sharp means that we make it happen. And I declare tonight in Jesus' name that we are not silent, that we are sharp and we're strong. Come on. We are not silent, but we are sharp and we are strong because we are your battle axe, God. You desire to use us as a weapon. And that means you desire to use us to accomplish something for your glory. We are not silent. We are sharp and we are strong for the Savior's glory. Let's go for S's. We are not silent, but we are sharp and we are strong for our Savior's glory. That means, God, you can use us. That means if you're using us as a weapon, what does that mean? Some of the fights we get in, they might be bloody. What does that mean? They might not be pretty. They may not be easy. They may not be glamorous. Come on. They may not be uh, situations that we want to be in. They may not be circumstances that we enjoy. But Father, it is for your glory. Our lives are for your glory. Everything we do is for your glory. Father, we point 
back up to you. Everything about us, we point and we redirect back to you. In Jesus' name, we are not silent. We are sharp. We are strong for our Savior's glory. Come on, four S's. Let's go. We are not silent, but we are sharp and we are strong for the Savior's glory. In Jesus' name, we pray. Everybody, every platform, drop a, drop a, actually do it like this. Drop four S, the number four and the letter S. Number four and the letter S. Thank you, Jasmine, for earlier. I wanted to say that, letting me know that I had missed a click to the, for the app and the website. I want to make sure I didn't forget that. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. Y'all are the best. We the best. That's what uh, 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 that DJ says. DJ Khaled says, we the best. All right. Um, listen, guys, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video. Listen, um, if you don't have uh, our app and you're not connected, get our app. Now, listen, over the next 30 days, we're going to be making uh, major system upgrades and changes to our app, website, our giving system, all of that. So I want to make sure you stay connected so you don't get uh, left behind and you don't miss you don't miss the upgrade. Come on, tell it in the comments. Don't miss the upgrade. An upgrade is coming. Um, listen, everything about your life, and we're going to cover this in prayer. Uh, everything about your life in 2023 is upgrading. Everything about your life in 2023 is upgrading. Everything. So you have, listen to me, you have to start preparing now in the last two months of this calendar year, the first month of a new spiritual year. Uh, for those of you that that's unfamiliar with, I'll hit it in a second. You have to start preparing now. So you are prepared for the upgrade. You don't, listen, you don't upgrade once the new year is here. You need to prepare now so that once you hit the new year, everything about your life is upgraded. All right. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you and we thank you. Thank you so much, uh, uh, Jackie Ray. I appreciate you. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you and we prophesy over ourselves that everything about our lives is upgrading in the year 2023, that calendar year. Everything, 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 everything. Come on, everything about our lives. Everything, yes, just to have the Bible out. Everything about our lives is upgrading and therefore father we must prepare for the upgrade now we cannot wait we cannot delay everything come on your automobile upgrade your house upgrade where you live upgrade who you deal with upgrade your circle upgrade your friends upgrade come on i'm snapping so you get this thing everything about our lives we declare one word, upgrade. Upgrade, upgrade. It will be better. Upgrade means better than the last. Upgrade means, uh-oh, it doesn't have the deficiencies of the past. Upgrade means it doesn't have the inefficiencies of the past. Upgrade means it doesn't possess the challenges of the previous version. It's worked out the bugs. Oh, my God. It's not going to have the same breakdowns it did before. It's not going to have the same crashes that it did before everything about our lives we declare upgrade right now in jesus name we pray um so i want to make sure you get our app can i get for those of you on the instagram pages and you just type that in this in the screen so we can get that text harvest to 877-552-4746 so people can get it those of you on youtube facebook twitch our app website all of that is available text the word harvest to 877-552-4746 all right um and and we'll get you we'll get you in there come on come on upgrade you better speak that thing upgrade speak that thing can you type one area of your life listen carefully that you're because i'm gonna i'm gonna cover this 
I'm going to cover this in prayer. I'm going to, I'm going to exercise what's called apostolic authority. Whatever you type, I'm going to cover it and agree with you. I'm going to cover it and agree with you. First Samuel 319 is about to work. So before you type the area, before you type the area, um, I'm going to agree with you. First Samuel 319, that that's, listen, before you type it, listen, that that's the first area to see upgrade. Before you type it, all right, know what we're about to do. What is the area you're most excited about upgrading? And I'm going to pray and I'm going to agree with you that that's the first area that you see upgrade. Whatever that is, drop it on the screen. Whatever that is, drop it on the screen. Father, 1 Samuel 3.19, you said that the Lord was with the man of God and did not let one of his words fall to the ground. Therefore, Father, every area that is listed right now in these comments, I pray, God, that this is the first of the areas. This is the first of the areas that they would see an upgrade. They would see an increase. They would see something that is better than the past. They would not have the same crashes. They would not have the same bugs. It would not be that level of inferiority, but it would be one that is superior. It is the first area in Jesus' name. I stand in agreement with them. Come on, y'all. I stand in agreement with them. And I pray that it would be the first area where upgrade hits their house, hits their lives. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, some of y'all haven't typed it. Type it, please. This is for you. It's going to be the first area you see it. The first area you see it. The first area that you see it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' in Jesus name. Come on, you got it, Michaela. And then you got to put a, I receive that on there. You got to put a, I receive that on there. 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 All right. Listen, let me also just say this too. So I don't forget um, that we are, uh, don't forget we're in this fall feast season and the Bible is based off of the Hebrew calendar. And the Hebrew calendar, the year just changed, September 25th. So you're about, uh, oh, what, 36 days? Yeah, 36, roughly, yeah, 36 days, yes, 36 days into a brand new spiritual year. A brand new spiritual year. Uh, also, by the way, I just need to say this. And you know who you are because you asked me this question yesterday in Denver, Grape Street. You said, the Lord gave you a specific seed amount. And you said, you don't know where that seed is going to come from. That seed is going to come from what he told you to sell. You know who you are. I don't need to say your name because you know who you are. I see your comment. You know who I'm talking to. All I need you to say is, yes, Lord. That seed is going to come from what he told you to sell. Because when you sell that, it's going to be like the woman where she gathered the oil and sold it. And he said, go pay off your debt. He said, he's going to extinguish your debt with what he told you to sell. And that's why he said that's the seed that he wants because that seed is going to be connected to that cell. You know who you are. I just need you to put yes, Lord. There you go. All right, listen. Um, so everybody listen carefully. Um, so uh, in the Hebrew calendar, there are uh, seven feasts. Drop a seven in the comments. Those seven feasts literally um, are times that the Bible says we are not honored forever. There are four of them in the spring. There are three of them in the fall. We are in that season of those fall feasts. They really come to the conclusion this month. And the scripture says that during that time, we are to make an offering, an offering made by fire. 
a sacrifice. And I want to encourage some of you, if you haven't gotten that seed, that sacrificial seed into the ground, to do that and to do that tonight while you're still in that fall feast season. Now, I said this to you, for those of you who say, Bishop, it literally is not there, but I'll have it on the 10th, I'll have it on the 5th, I'll have it on the 15th, I'll have it Friday. What you do is you tell the Lord, Lord, I make this vow to you that I vow I'm going to sow my sacrificial seed according to your word. And I've given you the scriptures for that over and over again. But let me give it to you again. For those of you that maybe you, this is your first time hearing it. You haven't heard it or or, or, uh, or what have you. Uh, let me give you that. Uh, uh, let me give you that. It says that we should bring an offering made by fire. And this is in uh, Leviticus. Let me bring you, up, bring you up the scripture so that you can see that. So that just means it's a sacrifice. It is a sacrifice. And so I want you to, uh, if you haven't gotten that in the ground, get that seed in the ground um, so that you understand that and so that you can move in that. And the sacrifice is different for every person. Uh, for some, that might be 500. For some, that might be 5,000. For some, that might be here, there, everywhere. But the bottom line to it is the scripture says that we are to sow. Now, I, I want to encourage you to do that. Now, the other thing to be mindful of is that this new spiritual year, it's the year 5783. Everybody type that in the comments. It's 57. 83 is 5783. Type that in the comments. 5783. 5783. 5783. And in the year 5783, um, listen very carefully. Um, this is not a regular year. This is a spiritual year that is known as a year of Jubilee. This is known as a year of Jubilee. Can I get you to just type that in the screen? Jubilee. Jubilee, 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 Jubilee. Um, it is a year of Jubilee. Um, and Jubilee, I've taught you, has three meanings. I've taught you that a year of Jubilee has three meanings. It has three meanings. The first, type this on the screen, right? Because we're about to cover all of this in prayer, is emancipation, which means you will have no restrictions. Father, I pray. That as we're in this new spiritual year, we would experience the jubilee where there is emancipation. That means there are no restrictions. That means there are no restrictions. The only restrictions that exist will be in our mind. And Father, we decree and we declare that we will not place restrictions on ourselves that you do not place on us. We will not place restrictions on ourselves that you do not place on us. We will not place restrictions on ourselves that you do not place on us in the name of Jesus. Secondly, it means celebration, all right, which means prepare for winning, winning, winning. And you know what I discovered? Losing is easy. It's easier than winning because winning requires you to keep a posture. You ready? Where did we say earlier? Where you're sharp and where you're strong. Winning teams are always sharp and strong, and they're not silent. And they do it for the glory of their team, in our case, for their Savior. You see how all this connects? Father, I pray that we would stay sharp, that we would stay strong, and we would not be silent, Father, because we are in a posture of winning. Our posture is one of celebration. Our posture is one of expectation of wins. Our posture is one of an expectation of victory. We expect wins. We expect victory. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, just type that on the screens. I expect, I expect, I expect. I expect, I expect, I expect. Every platform, 
I expect, I expect, I expect, I expect, I expect. We expect wins. This is not a normal year. This is not a normal year. This is not a normal year. This is a jubilee year. Uh, uh, emancipation, celebration. Here's the last one, restoration. Restoration. And restoration means this. Restoration means that whatever we receive, it will be better than what was before. Whatever we receive, it will be better than what is before. So Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus, Father, for restoration. Meaning that whatever we received that we thought was lost, that we thought was gone, whatever opportunity that we thought was lost, that we thought was gone, whatever door that we thought was closed, whatever we thought was lost, it was not lost. Here it is. It was being upgraded. Why? Because it will be restored to us. But restoration means that it will be better than what was before. It will be better than what was before. It will be better than what was before. And for this, we tell you, thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, everybody drop an amen right there. Everybody drop an amen right there. Everybody drop an amen right there, right there, right there, right there. That scripture earlier, just so I make sure I give you, I always want to give you Bible when we pray. That's Leviticus chapter 23 and verse number 27. Leviticus 23 and 27, where it mentions an offering made by fire. And so I want to again encourage you, if you haven't gotten that sacrificial seed for the fall feast in the ground, get it in the ground. Come on. Just, 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 just type this, uh, type this, release the seed, release the seed. Every time you release, you can expect to receive. You cannot expect to receive something you have not first released. And I need you to hear me. When you release something significant, heaven release something significant. When you release something big, heaven releases something big. Somebody says, why does IG keep pausing? Is it pausing for you all over here? Is it pausing for y'all? Let me know over here for those of you on IG. Is it pausing for you? Let me know. This this IG had an issue earlier, and um, thank God I did not throw the phone. Praise him, but I was going to throw the phone. But I can't tell. I can't say this out loud. I'm already breaking the rule because if it is pausing. Okay, I apologize for you. I don't know why it's doing that. I do not know why it's doing that. Um, but I can't. We can't listen, y'all. We can't tell the Android users because if we tell the Android users, you know what they're going to do. You know what they're going to do. If we tell the Android users, they are going to say something about it. We can't tell them. We can't tell them. Somebody, they're talking about we already heard. Y'all didn't hear nothing. Be quiet. Listen. Um, <laughs> I do apologize. That I did not know why it is doing that, but um, uh, I don't know. Um, let's just do a quick poll. How many, some of this is too late, Bishop. Oh my God, I feel ganged up on. I feel totally ganged up on. I feel totally ganged up on tonight in prayer. Can I get some prayer warriors to cover me? <laughs> Y'all are ganging up on me in prayer. Jesus. Okay. I do apologize, uh, IG, that it's doing that for some of y'all. I don't know why it's doing that, but um, but um, I don't want to stop it and then restart it. So uh, just, just shum on with me. Or you can hop over to the Harvest Church IG or Facebook or YouTube or the app or the website too, if it's if it's too much uh, of an issue for you. All right, love you all. Listen, here's what I want to cover in prayer. Yesterday's message, my, my, my. How many of you all wave at me if you saw yesterday's message at Harvest? Come on here, Eric. I got at least one app with you. So come on. 
Uh, if you saw yesterday's message, either the 915 or the 1115, oh, yesterday's message, if you saw that, just wave at me. If you saw that, uh, wave at me, whatever platform that you are on. If you saw the message, how many of you, thank you, prayer warriors. Listen, <laughs> look, look, go ahead, back on Bishop. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, how many of you did the word bless you yesterday? Did the word bless you yesterday? Um, listen, let me tell you something. Yesterday's message is called Meta Faith. Meta Faith. M E T A, Meta Faith. Um, and I want to say this to you, and, and I want to say it. Um, is as direct as I can. Uh, you were not meant to live a normal life. Father, we pray um, and we understand, God, that we were not meant to live a normal life. There's nothing about us that's normal. Come on, don't speak that over yourself. Don't go around, I just want a regular life. No, you don't. I just want a normal life. No, you don't. That's why, let me tell you how you know you're not qualified for normal. You ready? And I use qualified in air quotes. You're not qualified for normal because your warfare has never been normal. Who am I talking to in prayer? Your, your fights have never been normal. Your issues have never been normal. Your drama has never been normal. Your challenges have never been normal. You don't qualify for normal because you've never had normal come against you. Father, you literally did not call us to live regular lives. That's not what you created us for. Father, that's what Paul spoke about in 1 Corinthians 3 and 3. It says you're acting like mere men. In other words, it says you're acting like regular, normal people. We were not created to be regular or to be normal, but we were created in Jesus' name to literally uh, be those that live a meta life, a meta life, M-E-T-A, meta which means beyond. It means something um, that is a change of condition or position. It means a higher or a second order. We were created to live a meta life. Therefore, God, we release, you ready? Normal. We release normal actions. We release normal seeds. We release normal faith. We release normal uh, uh, thinking. We release normal expectations. We release normal attitudes. We release everything about us that is normal. What does that mean? We release that so we can receive meta. We can receive meta, M-E-T-A. Come on, every platform. We release that so that we can receive meta. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Speak this over your life, meta. Matter of fact, say it like this, y'all. I'm meta. I'm meta. I'm meta. Do me a favor. If you just come in and like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share. M meta. I'm meta. I'm meta. M-E-T-A. You Listen, you got to release normal if you want meta. You have to. And when I say release it, you got to let it go. I think you better let it go. You got to let it go. Because some of y'all watch me. You're mad that you got normal, but you won't release normal. You're mad that you have normal friendships, but that's because you won't release normal. Uh-oh, you're mad that you have a normal marriage, but you won't release normal, meaning you won't do what's necessary to upgrade that bad boy. See, our prayer is all connected. We talked about not being silent, that we'd be sharp and strong for the Savior's glory. And we talked about upgrading. You got it? Which all connects back to the final thing we're going to be covering in prayer is meta.
Meta. And if you missed yesterday's message, I want to encourage you, go watch it. Um, get our podcast. You can do all of that there in the app. Text Harvest to 877-552-4746, and you'll be able to stay connected uh, and be connected to all of that uh, and get that message. It was called Meta Faith, M-E-T-A. Uh, you need to know this about yourself. Listen carefully. Um, I gave you some examples of people uh, from Hebrews chapter 11. That's known as the Hall of Fame of Faith. The Hall of Fame of Faith. And it mentions people like Abel. Abel, you ready for this? Abel sacrificed greater than Cain. And this is why when I'm talking to you about seed, got to understand the importance of seed. Because Jesus says, wherever your treasure is, your heart is also. Abel sacrificed greater than Cain. Cain got mad that God paid attention to Abel's sacrifice, and he essentially looked at Cain's sacrifice and said, this isn't even a sacrifice at all. You just gave me anything. I thought I was supposed to take it. Abel took time to prepare any sacrifice. Abel, what you gave me, this is not a sacrifice. You didn't even, this isn't even, you just threw this at me. Everybody look at me. God is not obligated to receive what he did not ask for. I'm going to say that again. He is not obligated to receive sloppy. He's not obligated to receive uh, 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 less than. If he orders a steak, you don't get to serve him a cheeseburger and say, Lord, it's all I got. No, find him a steak. It got quiet in the comments. The comments got real quiet on every platform right through here. It got real quiet on every platform right through here. It got real quiet, everybody, right through here. I'm waiting on y'all to respond. You do not just get to give him whatever he wants. So literally, Abel went meta because he offered God something that cost him something. David said it like this. I will not offer the Lord anything that does not cost me something. I will not offer the Lord anything that does not cost me something. I will not offer the Lord anything that does not cost me something. Okay, so watch me. For some of you to go meta, what you release to God, and yes, it includes financial seed, but here's my question. Does your worship cost you something? Because if it doesn't, it ain't meta. Come on, y'all. Does your serving cost you something? Uh-oh, because if it doesn't, it's not meta. Does prayer cost you something? You got to hear me. There are sometimes, can I be honest? My flesh may not want to pray. My flesh may be like, oh, come on. May not want to pray. Oh, oh, oh. But it's got to cost me something. Father, I pray that we would be like Abel. That whatever we give to you, it would cost us something. No one appreciates what costs them nothing. No one appreciates free. No one appreciates free. No one appreciates what costs them nothing. Therefore, Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that whatever we release, that it would cost us something. That whatever we release, it would cost us something. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, everybody, 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 just say cost on the screen right there. Say cost on the screen. Let me say forgive me to my IG family too. It should not be skipping anymore. I know it was skipping them for a moment. I know it was skipping for a moment, but it should be good now. 
It should cost you something. So to go meta, here's my question. What did it cost you? Because if the cost was zero, God, God is not into that. Uh-oh, uh-oh. For some of y'all, oh my God, I'm going to shout you. You ready? I'm going to shout you. Here's your shout. For some of you, you have gone through many disappointments, which means your next win, watch me, you will value it because you paid the cost of disappointment before the win. Release the praise right there. Father, we won't release to something to you that will cost you nothing, that will cost us nothing. We will not do that. We will not do that. We will be like Abel. That's 2 Samuel 24, 24. That's 2 Samuel 24, 24. For those of you that need the scripture, David said, I ain't giving the Lord nothing. For some of you, you have had many disappointing relationships, which means when you get a win, you better hear me tonight. It costs you something. Father, thank you that we were willing to pay the cost. For some of you, you've had many disappointing jobs. That's because it, watch me, you got to pay the cost to be the boss. In Jesus' name. Put a praise on it. Put a praise on it. Okay, listen, we only got we only got 11 minutes. Let me give you one, a couple more. Just give me a couple more. Abel is in the Hall of Fame of Faith. Abel went meta. Abel went meta. And, and let me tell you how Abel went meta. That, watch the praise. Watch the shout. Even when Cain killed him because he was jealous of what Abel sacrificed. Pay attention to what the Bible says. That's 2 Samuel 24, 24. Pay attention to what the Bible says. That his blood cried out from the ground. His blood cried out from the ground, which means, you ready for this? Cain, you thought you killed him, but because his sacrifice was meta, I'm going to make you pay, even though he's not alive anymore. Let me see if I can say it another way. Even though they tried to kill your influence, scandalize your name, lie on you, talk about you, mistreat you, make people think stuff about you that was not true. God says, but your sacrifice is still crying out to me. And do you not know that he said, oh, Abel, I'm going to handle you, even though Abel ain't here no more. Some of you have moved away from the city. And God says, and I'm about to handle the people in that city because your sacrifice is still crying out in that city. You've already left the company, but I'm going to, but your sacrifice is about to cry out for you, even though you've gone from the company. You've already, uh, uh, those people have already left your life. But God says, I'm about to go see about them because your sacrifice still cries out. You paid too much for me to let them get away with that. Come on, Father, we thank you that our faith is taking us meta. We are ables tonight. Come on, we are ables tonight. Come on, every able where you sacrifice. Come on, just start, I'm an able tonight. A-B-E-L-E, -E. so you get the spelling right. A-B-E-L-E, A-B-E-L, -E excuse me, A-B-E-L, excuse me, A-B-E-L. I'm an able tonight. Abel's sacrifice was meta. So even though they thought, yep, if I leave him, who's going to help him? God says, oh, his sacrifice is crying out. I'll raise up the whole army before you stop the show. I'll raise up a whole army of folks. Uh, they, they left you. How's she going to do it? God, I'll raise up a whole army to help her before I let your behind stop the show. Come on.
His sacrifice made him matter. And even when his own flesh and blood tried to kill him, God says his blood is crying out from the ground. I still hear him. Matter of fact, his, his voice in death is louder than your voice in life, Cain. Jesus. Come on, can we go further in prayer? Let's look at another one. It mentions Abel. Then it mentions Enoch. Watch me. Enoch was the first in the scripture to be taken up alive. Enoch is actually not returned in the scripture. Um, Enoch and Elijah were the two individuals that were caught up in the heaven alive. Elijah returned as John the Baptist. Enoch is not returned yet in the scripture. Pay attention. What was Enoch's faith? Enoch's faith was that, watch me, he was pulled out of something and he's being held back from something until the right time. Which means, watch me, you ready for meta? Meta sometimes means you have to wait an undisclosed amount of time until it's the right place at the right time. I'm going to say it again so that you hear me. For everyone where you felt like things have been delayed for you, you better hear me. You're meta. And for meta people, that means you have to be held back. God, I'm going to run. You have to be held back. Look at me. He was the first one, the first one to be caught up, but he still ain't returned yet. The second one, Elijah, has already returned. He returned 2,000 years ago. He has to be held back and until it's at the right place at the right time. For every person, where you felt like God, wave at me if I'm talking to you tonight, has held certain things back. And you're like, God, why ain't you doing nothing? You're meta. And when you're meta, you get pulled back. And you get held back until the right time at the right place. You get held back until all of the conditions are prepared for you. So when you step on the scene, all things are ready. Father, we declare that like Enoch, who was caught up, Father, you have held him back until the conditions are right in the earth so that when he steps on the scene, everything is in the right place and is in the right time. We thank you, Lord, that while we are, may have areas we feel like we are being held back, our confession is that every delay, come on, has been to our benefit. Our confession is that anything you held back, it was good that it was held back. Anything that has not happened yet, it is good that it has not happened yet. And for this, God, we say thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Drop an amen in the comments right there. Come on, we got six minutes. I'm going to try to do a couple more in prayer. I need you to listen to yesterday's message, though, or watch it. You really have to do it. You really, 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 really have to do it. All right, let's go to the next one. It mentions uh, Abel. It mentions Enoch. And then it mentions Noah. Let's go Noah. Noah is building something that's never been built before. They've never seen an ark. They've never seen rain. The scripture says in Genesis that a mist came up from the garden. And that is how all of the greenery and trees, etc. that is how they got their moisture. The Bible talks about these aquifers that are in these still exist today. All of us just today that were deep within the earth. If you look at the rainforest, how the rainforest has that mist, and it may not necessarily rain in the rainforest, it just has that mist. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Wait a minute. That's what happened in the Garden of Eden. Eden, which means land of voluptuous living. So they hadn't seen rain. It didn't have to rain because that mist was still in the earth. So Noah starts building. 
an ark for something he's never seen. Let me tell you how meta you are. You're preparing for something you've never even seen. What am I talking to? You're preparing for something that you've never, ever seen. You're preparing for something that nobody in your family's ever done. You're preparing for something that none of your friends have ever done. You're preparing for something, you ready? And there is no playbook. Who am I talking to tonight? Come on, we gotta go. You're preparing for something where there, no one is doing what you are about to do. No one's even thinking like that. No one's even, no one's even in that same path. So, so there's not many you can talk to because many wouldn't get it. Am I talking to anybody? Noah is building the ark and the Lord gives him specific instructions to have this much go for wood and do this and do this and do this and do that and do this 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 and do this. Okay, okay, okay. Right. What are you doing this for? Because it's going to rain. What is rain? You'll see it. Everybody's looking at him and says, this is stupid. What are you doing? Everybody's looking at me and saying, why? You ready? Why are you spending your money on that? It's amazing how many people want to tell you what to do with money they didn't work for. It's amazing how many people want to tell you what to do with money they did not work for. It's amazing how many people want to tell you what to do with money they did not work for. Huh? It's quiet. Moses, you, or excuse me, Noah, you are building something that you have never, ever seen before. For something you've never ever seen before to go to somewhere that you've never ever been before because the ark literally was taken up the earth was flooded this is why you ready when god after this flood the lord said i'll never flood the earth again can i just teach you real quick i know this is prayer and we're going to hit it but can i teach you for a second i need five thumbs up if you want me to teach you for just a second and then we got to go um this is why in genesis the Lord makes the promise, I'll never flood the earth again. Because Noah's flood was not the first flood. This is why in Genesis, the scripture says that the earth came up from the water. God didn't create land in Genesis. God told the earth to come up from the water. God didn't create land. Read your Bible. He didn't create the land in Genesis. The earth came up from the water in Genesis, which means Noah's flood was not the first flood. So for every person that thinks science and the Bible contradict one another, they do not. The Bible is very clear. The Bible is, is a self-authenticating book. Science and the Bible do not contradict one another. It's in there. You just have to know where it's at. You got me? Okay. So with Noah, 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 you are building something for something you've never seen before. And for many of you, watch me, because you're meta, you're working on something, and when people ask you to describe it, it's kind of hard because you're like, I don't even really know how to describe it. I'm just working on something. I don't even really know what to tell you. I'm working on something. Look at me. You're meta. And when you're meta, you begin making plans that sometimes you don't even fully understand. When you're meta, you begin doing things that sometimes you don't even fully get. I want to cover this in prayer, and we got to go. Um, because for many of you, here's your meta, is that you're planning and you're building for something that you've never built, you've never seen, to go somewhere you've never been. Literally, the ark took him to Mount Ararat. It took him to a place he had never been. And literally, the ark was landed in the, the, this, this place he had never, ever been before. Watch me. The storm that killed everybody else took him 
to promise. Father, we are meta. Mm. This means, God, that if we sometimes are building things, working on things, planning things that do not fully make sense to us. But I pray, God, that you will begin to connect the dots. I pray that you will begin to connect the dots. I pray that you will begin to connect all of the pieces that seem scattered, that seem like they are unconnected and disconnected and scattered and, and disarray and there is chaos. I pray, God, that you would begin to bring cosmos to that because we are meta. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. We got to go. Everybody drop an amen in the comments. Listen, guys, last two things I want to do. If prayer bless you, I want to encourage you to sow. How do you sow? Use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Homer with the number two at the end. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, um, that's available. The key email is hello at harvestsearch.church. Here's our seed challenge tonight, $31 to seal this these 31 days of October. It's the last day of the month. I'm going to release a prayer for you tomorrow on social media and cover your November. And there's some specific prayers. Um, you said at the first part of uh, November, Novum is the word, which actually means nine or birthing, because originally it was the ninth month in the Roman calendar. But no, no is the first part of November. And there's some things that the Lord says we're going to say no to in November. So I'm going to release that on social media tomorrow so you get that. But I want you to release that. $31. That's our seed tonight. And, uh, and literally, this is going to seal the end of the month. We're putting a period to October. We're putting a period to this month. You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Form with the number two. PayPal, Bidmo, Zale, Givelify, all that's available. The email, hello at Harvest Church, the church. Or you could use text to give our app or our website if you're already connected that way. That's harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Last thing I want to do, if you're on prayer tonight and you're not a Christian, tonight is your night. Again, I want to apologize to my IG fam because I know what's breaking up. Has it been good though for y'all for the last few minutes? It should be good now. And again, we cannot tell uh, what happened tonight to the Android users because they will try to use it against us. All right, listen. If you need to give your life to the Lord for the first time or recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure, like Bishop Palmer, I do not know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure tonight on the count of three, I want you to just do that hand of emoji or say me on whatever platform that you are on. And I got you covered tonight. You to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure on three, respond one, two, three. If that's you, do that hand of emoji or say it's me. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. No guilt. No condemnation, no shame. What better day than to give your life to the Lord on the last day of October so that that way when you go into November, start November when things are right with God. If you are not sure, don't play with God. Tomorrow is not promised. What if tonight was the last night you would experience in the earth? And when you opened your eyes, you opened your eyes and you weren't in time, but you were in eternity. You want to know that you would spend eternity with God. Well, Bishop, I don't know that I believe all of that. Well, that's a big risk. That's a, you are a betting man. You're a betting woman. That's a big risk to take with eternity. Because eternity is forever. You don't get a do-over. And I want to encourage you tonight. His love is what draws us. Not the threat of hell. The threat of hell. If hell threatened people to do right, then everybody would do right. And it's his love. It's his loving kindness. It's his loving kindness that draws us. If that's you, do that hand with the emoji or say, it's me. All right? And then for those of you sewing, you can do that. I'm going to count you down. Three, two. I'm waiting on you. One. Don't miss your moment. I see you. Don't miss your moment. Don't miss your moment. Everybody, everybody, pray this for me. I don't care if you and Jesus went to school together. Pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. I got you. I see you. I love you because you first loved me. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Listen, guys, if you just pray that prayer for the first time, here's what the Bible says. You're saying, 
Say for what, Bishop? Number one, hell. Number two, you. You got to hear me, okay? Um, you, you're safe from you. Name of the seed, um, it's just completion, completing the month. You're completing the month. So sending the end of the month. Call that seed com uh, completion. End of the month. You're sealing it. You're sealing October. I can't wait to sow that too. I need you to do this for those that just pray that prayer. Text the word decision to 877-552-4746. And when you do that, we're going to shoot you a text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Thank you all. Let me also say this is Pastor Appreciation Month concludes. My birthday continues. My birthday celebration continues. So it just started on October 18th. Oh, it will continue. Um, and uh, But thank you for all of your, for those of you who your pastor appreciation, love, and gifts, and cards. Let me tell you something. That That's my love language, number one. Let me just say, it means uh, so much to me. Uh, I read every card. I use every gift. Uh, I keep every card. I have every card I've ever been given as a pastor in 16 years. I still have it. And so I just want to say thank you all for that. Uh, we appreciate you so much. $31 is our seed tonight. That's our seed tonight. 31. I'm going to push as many as you can. So bless what blesses you. You just got blessed. Bless it. Bless tonight. Um, always bless who blesses you. Always bless what blesses you. This is how you, this is how you keep, this is how you keep receiving. I, wanna, I was on a call today with a guy in Australia. And I got to go. It's 805. But while we were in, on this call with Australia, the guy, he had these things with his eyebrows. And it was, and he kind of had his head, his head was kind of like mine, a little bit more hair. And he had these eyebrows things going. I was like, man, I said, man, I like your eyebrows. Whatever you got going with your eyebrows, just at the end. And, uh, and so we began to talk. And we were talking about this particular thing. And, um, and I said, well, listen, I make my living from my giving. I said, that's how I make my living from my giving. And I said, that's how I live. And, and he said, oh, wow. And he began to share some of his story and some of his life. Um, listen, this is how you make your living. You make it through your giving. And you got to release that. Prayer is going to be changing. I'm going to tell you on social media because I have decided I'm going to try something. We're going to try something starting next week where instead of just one day, um, we're going to try something next week with prayer. Um, and, uh, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what we're going to do. All I'm going to tell you is next week, it's going to change. We're going to try it for a little bit and see how it goes. When are you coming back to ATL? Very, very, very soon. Um, I hope to have that information out for you here, uh, right away, but it's, it, listen, I miss all of my Atlanta family. Please know that. And, uh, and please know that we are diligently working to make that thing happen. I, I gotta be honest with you. I have never experienced a level of resistance behind the scenes as I have experienced with um, with our uh, expansion into Atlanta. I've never experienced resistance like it, which tells me that we're going to see major results. Can you just type that on the screen in all caps, major results? Whenever the enemy is fighting you hard behind the scenes, just to move a thing forward, man, that tells you you about to see some major results. I've never seen it. Never. I have never seen this. I've never seen this. Which means I'm about to see what I ain't never seen. Come on, y'all. I love you guys. We got to go, y'all. It's late. It's 8.07. Y'all got to go answer your door so you can get them kids some candy. <laughs> Listen, have an amazing night. I am not saying happy Halloween to you. We don't celebrate. We don't celebrate Halloween over here. We have hallelujah night. Huh? <laughs>
I love you guys. Have an amazing night. Go get your seat in the ground. $31 to seal the end of this 10th month, October 31st. I love you. Um, see you in social. And then Wednesday night at 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. Love you. Shalom. Love y'all. Shalom. Love y'all. Shalom. Wells Fargo presents one of the surest ways to grow your money. A Wells Fargo CD account where you can earn a 5.00% annual percentage yield on an 11-month term with a minimum opening deposit of $5,000. Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com backslash CD rates to open a CD account and start growing your savings with us. Wells Fargo Bank, N.A., member FDIC.